All right, everybody, welcome to the Freeland Five. This is a new thing that I'm trying out. I am going to be discussing five topics that I find to be very interesting in the world of professional wrestling. And I'm going to be scouring the different wrestling websites. Uh, E-Wrestling News is one of them. Another one is going to be Wrestling Inc. Uh, is going to be another one in WrestlingNews.co. I love looking at the different wrestling websites and, and just kind of finding out what are the main details that are coming up in stories. What are things that have piqued at least my interest? Hopefully they've piqued yours as well. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's uh, jump right into it. Hulk Hogan has announced that he is divorced from his second wife, Jennifer McDaniel. This news is just coming out uh, by WrestlingNews.co by Paul Davis. So those of you who realize that uh, Hulk Hogan has been married before to Linda Claridge, and they have two children, Nick and Brooke, um, they went through a nasty divorce. However, now it looks like his second wife, uh, Jennifer McDaniel, is now uh, divorced from him as well. So let me uh, go ahead and read this. Hulk Hogan announced on Twitter that he is divorced from his second wife, Jennifer McDaniel. Fans on his Facebook page have asked about this because he's been seen recently with a new girl. Uh, Hogan has admitted that this girl, his name is Sky. Uh, and up till now, there's been no public acknowledgement of what happened with his previous wife, Jennifer. Now, News Co. Um, heard about the divorce several weeks ago, but opted not to write about it because of its privacy and respect for Hogan himself. Hogan then released a tweet that said, Yo, maniacs, just for the record, the Facebook and the Instagram posts are of me and my girlfriend, Sky. I am officially divorced. Sorry, I thought everyone already knew. Love my maniacs for life. So not really sure the details as far as what is going on with Hogan, but uh, he hasn't been really in the wrestling uh, mainstream light for quite a while now. He's been dealing with some health issues recently, obviously some physical issues from being in the ring. He's done uh, very little out in the public, but right now it looks like he is uh, now officially divorced from his second wife. Uh, not really sure how many people still follow the Hulkster or if he is somebody that people are still even moderately interested in following. But uh, for the news, Hogan is officially divorced from Jennifer McDaniel. Um, once again, no details have been uh, put forth at this time as to why. So are you a Hulk Hogan fan? Are you not a Hulk Hogan fan? If you are not, I'd be very curious to know why you are not a fan of Hogan. I know a lot of people are not fans of him because of what has happened in his past, uh, the racial slur that came out many, many years ago. A lot of people have really kind of soured on him. Some people have stayed true and stayed loyal to Hogan. We'll find out what's actually going to come next for the Hulkster, but we do wish him the very best. Uh, news on Triple H. Interesting. This is coming from E-Wrestling News. Triple H is not likely to wrestle ever again due to his heart issues. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez have talked about this on Wrestling Observer Radio uh, about Vince McMahon's return to the ring. There is a rumor floating around right now that he is to face Pat McAfee at WrestleMania 38. Alvarez wondered if it would ever be a possibility that Triple H would come back, but Meltzer stated that Triple H's heart issues after last year had sidelined him uh, likely will prevent him wrestling again. In a quote, Meltzer said, No, Triple H would be a terrible idea. His heart situation, he just can't. I, would, I wouldn't say that, that never, but because of his situation, obviously you want to be fair enough to him. 
Uh, Melcher went on to say, I don't want to say never because that's because that's unfair because maybe he can do something, uh, but that would be a horrible idea for him, and it's not going to happen this year. As we all know, Triple H has taken some time away from WWE uh, because of his heart-related issues. Uh, he has been back in the company, but as far as ever wrestling again or participating in something wrestling-related, doesn't really look like that's going to happen. Uh, let's turn our attentions to somebody who is now no longer with WWE, and that is Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro's contract uh, is no longer with WWE. So Cesaro's departure is surely the most shocking so far of 2022. Uh, Eric Bischoff talked about this on the latest episode of his podcast, 83 Weeks. Bischoff is still not sure why Cesaro uh, did not become a big player in the company. This is what he had to say. I'm more interested in why he never reached what everyone thinks his potential would be in WWE. Is it because he couldn't really excel on the mic? I don't know, but I'd be really curious. He has all the looks. He's a great-looking guy. He's good in the ring, and he looks like a movie star. There's a reason why he never made it to the top, and I don't know what that is. I would be curious to find out. Cesaro uh, has been in WWE for 11 years. Now, he does not have a 90-day no-compete clause, so technically he could show up just about anywhere right now. Uh, Bischoff then uh, was quoted by saying, as far as where Cesaro would land up, this is going to sound like I'm taking a shot at AEW. I'm cheering them on, believe it or not. But if Cesaro, am I looking at AEW? Do I really want to go there? I mean, you sign for some big money and you're the shiny new object in AEW for one night, and then after you make your debut, what happens? So he mentioned some comments about Christian, about Jay Lethal. There have been some other people as well who have been big signings for AEW, but unfortunately, things just never really panned out uh, for a lot of the people. So we're hoping that that doesn't continue to happen for Buddy Matthews. Well, we were worried about what was happening with Malachi Black because he really wasn't wrestling a whole lot. Uh, Bischoff does believe in some ways that AEW's roster is bloated. Uh, there's a lot of people there. And I think that's one problem AEW has right now is they've scarfed up so much talent and you only have so much TV time each and every week. What are you going to do? So also very interesting. AEW dynamite. Speaking of AEW is going to be heading to the forum in Los Angeles. Yes. The world renowned forum where the Lakers play, AEW announced another date and location for an upcoming event today as we headed to the Forum in Los Angeles, California on Wednesday, June 1st for the first post-Double or Nothing episode of Dynamite. Tickets will go on sale on March the 11th. This is one of the bigger venues the promotion has run since launching in 2019. AEW will be in Las Vegas for Double or Nothing and the pre-Double or Nothing episodes of Dynamite and Rampage. So very interesting. AEW is coming to California. Um, the Young Bucks have mentioned before that they are going to be having more dates that are going to be coming out, with California being one of their central locations. Uh, Andrew Ravens is reporting today that a WWE SmackDown star is set to get a big push. PW Insider reported today that Vince McMahon has decided to give a big push to SmackDown star Ricochet. Now, Ricochet will challenge Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title on next week's episode of SmackDown. But the report within WWE is Ricochet is listed as the number two singles babyface for the entire SmackDown brand internally, 
only behind Drew McIntyre. What will happen will be very interesting to see because I think we all know that Ricochet is is deserving of one, deserving of a big push. He's done a lot so far, and I think there's um I don't know I, I think there's it'd be very interesting to see if they really went ahead and pushed him. What would happen? Uh, Thomas Lawson right now is reporting some information on Stone Cold Steve Austin. You guys have heard that there's been a ton of rumors floating around that Steve Austin would come back for a match at WrestleMania 38 against Kevin Owens. Owens has been recently talking down the state of Texas. There's been rumors flying around that Steve would potentially be interested in one last match. Could that happen? Well, former WWE star and WWE Hall of Famer Diamond Dallas Page has refuted the rumors that Stone Cold Steve Austin will wrestle at WrestleMania 38. Austin is rumored once again to face Kevin Owens in April, and that would be the Rattlesnake's first match since a loss to The Rock at WrestleMania 19 back in 2003. Now, Sports Kita's Wrestling, The Bro Show, DDP claimed that Austin's history of neck problems will prevent such a match from happening. DDP went on to say, and I quote, the guys, I don't think you'll ever see a comeback of a stunner. Steve, you know, he's done everything, but he's got the neck issues. If he didn't have the neck thing, my boy would be back in time and time again, but his overall health is the biggest thing. He can go out there and crack some stunners and look good doing it, but as far as moving forward, I don't see him doing anything besides that. He says, no exclamation point, not a chance. Now, to give you a history of Austin, Austin broke his neck at SummerSlam 97 after a botched pile driver by Owen Hart. Now, currently, neither Austin or WWE has publicly confirmed the rumor of a match coming up at WrestleMania. Very, very interesting. You know, and here's the thing about Steve Austin. I know there's a ton of Stone Cold fans, a ton. However, do you really want to see a guy who's 57 years old, hasn't wrestled in 19 years, coming back right now? You know, a lot of people would say, well, well, Flair wrestled well into his 50s and 60s, and so did Hogan, and so did a lot of other guys. But the thing I would say with Steve is, between his knees and his neck, he's very limited at what he could do. Um, if this was like a street fight or something, I think maybe he might have a better opportunity, but I don't think that that, I just don't think it's going to be a good idea. And I feel like if Steve Austin goes out there, there's a greater chance of him getting hurt uh, than it's actually worth doing it. Uh, at this hour, uh, Andrew Ravens is reporting information on Johnny Gorgano. This is coming from E-Wrestling News. Johnny Gorgano announced today that he is now taking independent bookings after going on hiatus following his WWE contract expiring back in December. It's believed he will be going to AEW in the near future. According to many sources, Gorgano wanted to take some time off the birth of his first child, who was born earlier this month, named Quill. Gorgano wrote this on his Twitter. I, want, I wanted to be a free agent at this time for a few reasons. One, Candace and Quill. Two, the freedom to selectively pick and choose the things I want to do for a bit. And that's being said. Here's my contact information for potential booking appearances, business inquiries, etc. Johnny Gorgano bookings at hotmail.com. So, Johnny Gorgano, AEW bound, maybe, maybe not. Um, gosh, you know, being an AEW supporter, I love to see AEW get talent. But there does come a point in time when, when is enough enough, when you think about it. Um, 
I mean, the vision, and this has kind of been the thing that I believe a lot of people thought why Cody Rhodes may have left, if the whole thing is not a work, which I'm still not convinced it's not, would be the vision of what AEW was when they first started out and what it's become today. Um, I think if I am Cody Rhodes, and once again, I'm not inside his head, so I can't 100% confirm what he was thinking, but he was thinking more of indie guys getting bigger pushes. Indie guys who have worked their butts off to get a shot at being on a national stage, getting exposure and, and getting them more high-profiled uh, matches and really starting to elevate their careers, not being a place where a bunch of WWE guys who contracts expire just come on over. If I was if I was Cody, that would be probably one thing. If there is a difference in vision or direction for AEW, he may see with Tony Khan, that may be it. But Will Johnny Gorgano appear at AEW? I, I don't know. But if I had to put money on it, I mean, if I was really pressed for it, I would say he probably would come in. Uh, it would be interesting to see what he could do. But um, Johnny's a free agent and can do what he wants, and we will just have to wait to find out. Thomas Lawson also is reporting at this hour, WWE reportedly introduced new world championship belt after WrestleMania 38. As you know, it's going to be title for title, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. They will be unifying both belts, as many are speculating that the brand extension will officially end. Uh, if you remember earlier on when WWE inked the deal with Fox, Fox was not real high on the concept of a brand extent or a, a separate brands, and that they wanted to have uh, superstars from both Raw and SmackDown to be able to freely go back and forth. That would definitely increase the ratings for. Fox, WWE has consistently done over 2 million each and every Friday night, which has been good, but recently it has dropped below 2 million. So it's a situation of maybe Fox is saying, hey, you know what? We need to kind of mix things up a little bit. We need to get things a little more interesting. So uh, Thomas has reported WWE will probably be introducing a new world championship belt after the titles are unified at WrestleMania 38 the following night on Monday Night Raw. On April 3rd, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns will headline the event to crown the undisputed champion in the WWE, and they've promoted that this is going to be the biggest main event in WrestleMania history. Dave Meltzer also reports that despite the title unification, WWE has plans for a new championship and compared the situation to when the undisputed championship uh, was won by Chris Jericho back in 2001. Remember, he was obviously the world heavyweight champion at that point, and the WWF champion as he beat the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, in the same night. So looks like that'll be very interesting to see what happens there. What will the belt look like? Um, the brand extension, could it end? Should it end? What are your thoughts? Some people say it should end. Some people say that this has gone long enough and they need to go ahead and bring it back to Basically, Ron SmackDown just having continuous storylines and it going back and forth on Mondays and Fridays. Uh, Andrew Ravens is reporting that once again, Kevin Owens, he opens up about his re-signing. He's finally talking about why he decided to stay with WWE. And this is what Kevin Owens said. Kevin Owens recently appeared on the Out of Character podcast with Ryan Satin. During it, he opened up recently about signing his new contract with WWE. He said... I dealt with Vince McMahon directly, made it clear he wanted me to stay, and we made an agreement right then and there. I'm a big believer that my career is going to go the way it goes, and I'm going to do the best with it. I'm there for a couple more years. I'm going to do my best with the opportunities I get, 
I'm going to knock them out of the park and reap the benefits. As I've documented before, there's ups and downs in this thing to WWE, to wrestling, to the industry. I feel like I'm a guy who's really on the upswing right now. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I really enjoy myself a lot lately, and that's great. There's more to this comment. You can read this if you go over to the eWrestlingNews.com site and read the full transcripts of it. So Kevin Owens staying. Does he really want to stay, or does he feel like at the end of the day, you know what, I'm getting older. I'm not going to get a shot at getting this big money somewhere else. Was AEW going to offer him big money like this? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but, I mean, I can't really knock him for that. Also, AJ Styles re-upped his contract with WWE as well. Many people were not aware that Styles' contract was coming up, but Styles said that he wants to stay with WWE. It was not a question at all if he were to leave, and that he also has shown interest in wanting to be a trainer uh, within NXT after his in-ring time is over. Very interesting with that. So many different things. Let's talk about this right now. Speaking of WWE, uh, Ryan Clark is also reporting today the whole Pat McAfee, uh, Vince McMahon storyline that has been rumored. Dave Meltzer said that it is currently on the booking sheets for WrestleMania 38. The storyline is scheduled to begin this week. Um, also, as eWrestlingNews.com has been reporting, there's some rumors that Vince McMahon will be involved in a match in some way, shape, or form with Pat McAfee. As you'd expect, there's an angle being planned for this bout. It will begin as expected uh, when McMahon goes on the Pat McAfee show this week. With that being said, McMahon will be advertised um, for a match against McAfee, but it will be a lot of smoke and mirrors, uh, Dave Meltzer is saying as well. There's also rumor that Austin Theory will be involved with the storyline as that it's possible that Vince may choose Austin Theory to wrestle in his place. Uh, just a notable here, Vince McMahon is 76 years old, and he has not uh, had a match in nine years in WWE. So we got Stone Cold Steve Austin, who hasn't wrestled in 19 years. You're bringing him back, potentially. You're also going to be bringing back a 76-year-old Vince McMahon for a match. He, to me, I feel like these are just, these are desperate grabs. You, you're trying to sell out um, a stadium that holds whatever, almost a hundred thousand people, 90,000 people. And right now you're looking maybe at 50 or 60 each night, which still isn't bad. Don't get me wrong, but I really feel like it's a reach for WWE to, to do this. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Love to hear what your thoughts are. Please hit me up. I'm at Mike Freeland on Twitter. Love to hear what your thoughts are as far as if you think that this is going to be a good move for WWE. Do you think that this is a good idea to be bringing guys like this in? Um, do you think it's a good idea for the Pat McAfee to be in the ring again? You know, he wrestled against Adam Cole, and he did really well. But a feud with Vince McMahon, I don't really understand where that's going to be coming from. Uh, Andrew Ravens is also reporting today that Drew McIntyre thinks that Cody Rhodes may have some unfinished business, and that's what would lead him to come back to WWE. Drew McIntyre has given his take on the possibility of Cody Rhodes returning to WWE after recently leaving AEW earlier this month. 
when the two sides could not come out on a deal. Once again, Andrew Ravens is reporting that there's a belief that Rhodes would head back to WWE because he still has things he wants to tie up and complete as far as his wrestling career is concerned. McIntyre is quoted by saying, yeah, I mean, I read all the headlines just like everyone else does. Like 20% of them actually happen. If he comes back, good for him. That'd be awesome. I know what he feels like to be gone from WWE, feeling like you should have achieved more than you actually did. Knowing him the way I do, he probably feels the same way about unfinished business. So if it materializes, then awesome. He's such a great talent and will be more more than welcomed back by the roster. So could it be a situation that he leaves AEW to go back to WWE because of quote-unquote unfinished business? I don't know. I, I man, I've I've often used the phrase on front row material, which is our podcast that streams live on Twitch each and every Tuesday night um, at nine p.m. Eastern Standard, twitch.com forward slash frm pod. That it's almost like Stockholm um, Stockholm syndrome, and that people leave WWE. Right, a lot of them are treated poorly by WWE, but somehow they always keep coming back to WWE, and, and it's. And it's odd because we've seen this happen before. People leave WWE, then they come back, and then Vince, there's a punishment period. We, we've all heard about this. Vince will punish people for a certain period of time before they're back in his good graces. I don't see Cody Rhodes going back to WWE for the simple fact that why would he put so much energy into creating AEW just to go back to WWE to hurt something that he helped create? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but once again, wrestling is not exactly the most logical industry, uh, that people are in. So once again, it is what it is, but I don't see that happening. But once again, I could, uh, I could be very, very wrong here. What's your thoughts on the whole thing? Hit me up. I am at Mike Freeland on Twitter. That's at M I K E F R E L A N D. Uh, what's your thoughts on the WrestleMania card as it is right now? The WrestleMania card itself is looking to be kind of interesting. Let's go ahead and let's run down what the card is right now. Um, just for the simple fact that I, I just want to make sure that I'm thinking the same way everyone else is thinking as far as the matches, as far as what's going to be happening, because there are some matches right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not that interested in. I'm really not that interested in. So let's go ahead and let's pull this up. I'm on uh, CBS Sports right now. Brent Brookhouse uh, went ahead and wrote this great, great piece here uh, about a week ago, chronicling the different matches that are going to be happening here. So it's title for title. Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, versus Brock Lesnar, the WWE Champion. How is this, in my opinion, unique? How is this a special match? First of all, They've already wrestled on six different occasions, one-on-one. They've gone against each other a total of seven times, if you count the the tag team match that they had. What makes this match so interesting? Okay, it's title for title, and that's that's great, but you know we've already seen them at Crown Jewel. We've already seen them at SummerSlam, at the greatest Royal Rumble ever. We've seen them at a previous WrestleMania, and we saw them, we've seen them at one, two, Three WrestleManias now. So what's the point? What's the point of seeing this again? Do we think WWE fans are going to like seeing this again for the seventh one-on-one time? I'm not thinking they are. 
the only thing I can think of is Brock's going to come back, do the job for Roman, right? So now Roman obviously is the undisputed. He's the king of the mountain. He's the head of WWE. Who do you have in line that that can even come close to competing with Roman Reigns? Then I mean, if you have Brock take the fall, who's next? I mean, no pun intended, not Goldberg, but who would be next? Share your thoughts with me on tw- on Twitter at Mike Freel. Love to hear what your thoughts are with that. I don't think this is going to be interesting at all. I don't think it's necessarily going to be a good match because we've already seen it. What more can you do for the seventh time? The SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Seen it before as well. Um, I feel like, and this is my opinion, Ronda's lost a lot of steam. When Ronda first came into WWE, she was there for a year. She left. She went to go have a child. She's now back again. She's fulfilling contractual obligations from that initial contract she signed. I just don't know if this has the gusto that it once had. Maybe I'm wrong. Charlotte Flair's incredible. Ronda is entertaining, but I just don't feel like this is something that people are going to be that jazzed up to see. Once again, we've seen it before. And that's the big thing that WWE tends to do way too often. They recycle the same matches. How many times during the pandemic had we seen the same matches on Raw week after week after week? Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Uh, I love Bianca Belair. I really, really do. I would love to go ahead and see her get her shot and uh, to be the champion. I would love to see her dethrone Becky Lynch. Um, if Becky retains, I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed. Becky has had her day in the sun. It is time for her to give another star the rub, give her the opportunity to be the champion now. I think it would make a lot of sense. Um Lynch returned to WWE and beat Belair in seconds to become the Raw Women's Champion at SummerSlam this year. Belair has been waiting for a definitive rematch, and settling things at WrestleMania would actually make up for the disastrous decision they made uh, by not giving her her initial title rematch. Now, Belair earned her spot by winning the Women's Elimination Chamber match at the recent pay-per-view. Here's a, a match that has you scratching your head. The Miz and Logan Paul versus... Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Miz is at issues dealing with two of the biggest stars, uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, including losing to Ray at the Elimination Chamber event. As you may remember, that was actually a pre-show match. After the loss, he vowed to bring a friend in to help him even the odds. Many believed at that time he was alluding to the return of Cody Rhodes, but it will end up being... Logan Paul, social media star turned boxer who has spent the last year flirting with the idea of coming to WWE. So that's what we have right now. Here are some other things that they're talking about right now. There's many with inside the circles that believe an Edge versus AJ Styles match actually could happen. This is something that I would love to see. Um, To my knowledge, the two have not clashed before on a one-on-one level. I think that would be awesome. I think Edge is wrestling at such a high level right now. And when you think about everything he's gone through and to come back now and to face AJ Styles, who AJ is 44, but AJ still is competing at a very high level. I think that it would be a great match. I think it could be a classic, an instant classic WrestleMania match, uh, a match that they could talk about in the conversation of Steamboat Savage from WrestleMania 3. Uh, another match that uh, is being discussed here is Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. Oh, boy. 
The Jackass star appeared in the Royal Rumble and has already had several run-ins with Sami Zayn. The two had an altercation at the premiere event of the Jackass film. It seems there would be somewhat of a build-up to each other facing one another at WrestleMania. I don't know how you feel. I'm not a big believer in bringing celebrities in. I think bringing in Logan Paul is not going to be great. I don't think bringing Johnny Knoxville in is a great idea. I don't think bringing in a 57-year-old broken-down Steve Austin is a good idea. I don't think bringing into a match a 76-year-old Vince McMahon is a great idea. We've already talked about the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. We've already seen that. What is the appeal to the average fan? Let's say you're a WWE fan. What's the appeal of WrestleMania to you? Is it just nostalgia? Is it just the fact that WrestleMania is the Super Bowl, the World Series of Wrestling? I have to watch it. Regardless of what the card is, I got to watch it. Is that how you feel? Or do you feel that you are really interested in what's going on in WWE? Because I'll be honest with you, I love wrestling as a whole. I don't hate WWE, but they confuse me. WWE is anything but creative or unique. They're very predictable. They're very bland. And this is what they're doing. Now, Vince McMahon has said that there's going to be a huge superstar that's going to be coming in uh, to the level of Vince McMahon. Um, we know he's alluding to Steve Austin. Could he be talking about Cody? I don't think so at this point. Uh, I think at this point, Cody Rhodes is going to be somebody who would show up after WrestleMania to kind of start off the, the year fresh post-WrestleMania. I see him coming in then, if he does come in at all. There's some speculation that this is going to lead up to a WrestleMania 39 with Roman Reigns having the championship throughout the entire year and then facing The Rock. Once again, I feel like that is very pie in the sky. The Rock's schedule with making movies has been very busy. And remember this, anytime The Rock has gotten in the ring recently, he has not come out unscathed. Uh, even though The Rock is phenomenal shape for someone his age, does he really want to jeopardize that? when he has 20, 30, 40 million dollar movies that he's making. I don't know. I just don't see it happening in my opinion. So, that's everything I got for right now. I want to thank all the websites and the writers for giving me this information to talk about. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Um I call I said it was going to be called the Freeland 5 cuz I was going to give you five things that are on my mind right now, but I clearly gave you more than that. But, you know, it's always better to over deliver. With that being said, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Please join us each and every Tuesday night once again for Front Row Material. We are live on Twitch, and that is twitch.com, uh, twitch.tv forward slash FRMPod. We are live 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, typically till 11 p.m. Eastern Standard. If you don't catch us during the live show, you can always catch the replay. And our podcast always drops each and every Friday for the audio version. All right, guys, that's going to do it. I'm Mike Freeland. And I'll catch you next time.